Morgan. Come on, it's 6 o'clock. Rise and shine, rise and shine. It's time for Early Break with Sip and Jake. Brought to you by Gaina Trucking. Live from the Coppel Chevrolet GMC Studios in the heart of Lincoln, America. Here's 93.7 at tickets, Jake Sorensen. Did seem kind of meh. And the Lincoln Journal stars, Steve Sipple. Surprisingly good. This is Early Break with Sip and Jake. Sponsored by Gaina Trucking. Welcome back to Hour 2 on a Wednesday. Steve Sipple, Jake Sorensen, early break. Fun shows so far. You get the podcast at theticketfm.com. Thanks to Sean Callahan for joining us in the first hour. Parker Gabriel up next segment. Talk really fun Nebraska and more. Really fun show. I by, like... the way, by the way, high ratings on the song of the day today from people. I didn't read those on the air. What song was that called? It's, uh, was who, it called? who Am I, What's My Name by Snoop Dogg from 1993 because he is in concert tonight at Pinnacle seen, Bank Arena. Have you seen the Corona commercial where he's on the beach? Yes. And, that, and, the, and the comedian keeps calling Andy him Andy Sandberg. Andy Sandberg keeps calling him Snoop Double G. Yeah. <laughs> D-O double G. Yeah. Just call me Snoop, man. Okay, Snoop. <laughs> D-O double G. <laughs> You have to do it. I, mean, I, I, I would do the same thing. What up, D-O-double-G? What's up, Double G? What's up, Double G? He says it like every song, D-O-double G. Yeah. So high ratings for that song, totally appropriate. Thank you. Thank Snoop you. is in town. I try to be appropriate sometimes on the show. Occasionally. <laughs> try to be appropriate. I wish people could hear you off air. Oh, jeez. Um. Well, <laughs> that's why the mics are off off the air. And the video. <laughs> Thank God. Yes. Um, okay. Yeah, it's been an interesting show, and, I, and I'm going to tell the listeners right now, it's it's about to ramp up. <laughs> it is. I want you guys to be on your phones. Text call 402-464-5685. Call or text as always. So Snoop Dogg is in town tonight in a state that does not have legalized marijuana. We got CBD, but marijuana is not legal in this state. It's not? It's not. There will be marijuana. There'll be weed at the concert, legal or not. It'll be there. Doesn't really fit. Snoop Dogg does not really fit Nebraska for a 420 concert. It doesn't make sense to be here. I like that he's here. Yeah. We're happy he's here. It's going to be fun, but it doesn't really fit, which got me thinking about Nebraska football for some weird reason because <laughs> I have problems yeah. like that. So my question be? is this. Snoop Dogg doesn't fit on 420 in Lincoln for various reasons, but we hope he does well. What Nebraska move of the past made less sense? Hiring Bill Callahan to run an entirely different offense than Nebraska used to have success for decades, or hiring Mike Riley as pretty much being solely the anti-Bo Pelini? <coughs> Snoop Dogg fits here a lot better than Mike Riley. Oh, I'll tell you that right boom, now. Zing. Yeah, Snoop Dogg fits this this town, this state, much better than Mike Riley ever could. Now, Bill Callahan, another story. Callahan, Callahan, Callahan is a is a great football guy, and Callahan was fully engaged as his recruiting classes showed. And Callahan, you know, was undone by his loyalty 
to Kevin Cosgrove. But those guys fit here, I thought. Now, was if Bill would have got it going, he would have been out the door probably fairly quickly, though, right? To somewhere else? Yeah. Yeah, and back to the NFL, probably? Yeah, but yeah. Bill, was a, Bill was worked 13 hours on July 4th. He was all in on this job. I'm not saying that about Mike Riley. I'm not saying that at all. I was at practices with Riley where his back was turned to the action, um, where he's talking to people on the sideline during the practice. And my my idiotic thinking was, oh, this guy's just a football savant. I mean, <laughs> he doesn't have to watch practice. He'll just go watch the film and, and it'll be – no, that wasn't the case. I'm an idiot. You're not an idiot, nor is Tom Stevens. Um, you two – called it right off that the Riley hire was a bad one. I did not. I didn't call it. I remember what happened. I remember the day he was hired. So when it, what would that would have been? It was early December 2014. Okay, early December. I'm in my office, and we're in the middle of a coaching search, so it's really, it's really, really intense at the Journal Star. I have my door shut in my office, and I'm on the phone with somebody who's telling me the Utah coach is going to be the guy. And I'm literally on the phone thinking, is the Utah head coach? Kyle Whittingham. Kyle Whittingham. Really? I'm pretty convinced that I need to be, my next phone call is directed that direction. i got to start looking into Whittingham. And then all of a sudden, that's a knock on my door. A knock on my door. Loud. Loud knock. And it's BC, Brian Christopherson, who's a very quiet individual. Very quiet. Like, never does that. In my career, he never knocked on my door like that. So I knew something was up. Open door, they hired Mike Riley. He said they hired Mike Riley. And I said, "Who got? Who, where'd you get this? It was released or something. It was not, nobody scooped it. So mm-hmm. I was like, okay, so we didn't, get, get we didn't get nailed on this. No, 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 we didn't get nailed. Okay. Huh, Mike Riley. Okay. My first thought was, yeah, all right. I can. That's surprising. But my first thought wasn't bad. Didn't know much about him. Knew enough, though. I remember watching oh, yeah. Oregon State beat USC on a Thursday night, right? Remember that? Sure do. Yeah. One um, time. <laughs> but, Get upset. Yeah, but I was not – my first reaction wasn't your reaction, which was? This is terrible. <laughs> this is not going to work out. That was I'm your like, reaction. I did. I, I remember saying, I was, I was doing the morning show. I said, this is, I mean, there was the day after. I said, I don't, I don't get the hire. That was not my reaction. Don't tell me it's giving the, a, a guy that's drove a minivan the key is to a Porsche. It's not, this, it's not, it's not that way. God bless Mike, you. Mike Riley was never, I mean, he had a, he had a couple good seasons, a couple. Mm-hmm. And don't, and I was always amazed that people kept bringing up, oh yeah, but he won a, a great cup in the eighties. Like, what, what the hell are we talking about here? I don't know if it's the 80s. It might have been the 90s. Well, whatever. It was a long yeah. time ago. He won a great cup decades ago. And people kept saying, he's won a championship. I wasn't even born when that happened. Now, there's a lot of people like me, though, that said, we got to give this a chance. Right? We got to give this a chance. There was enough in his background that suggested, okay, maybe Sean Eichhorst, the AD at the time, sees something here that you don't. No. Well, that was the hope. Say, okay, p- please tell me my instincts are wrong here. Now, what you've done is found some sound from Tom Stevens. I remember you. Oh, I don't remember you, but there was two guys. I'm only going to ne- name one because the other guy would kill me for naming it. There was two guys I know that right out of the gate, uh, well, this one, other one, not Tom, this other one approached me at Memorial Stadium. 
And the day of the decision, he approached me and said, bad hire. This is a bad hire. This is bad. This is bad. And I was like, I'll just say, sir, sir. I mean, don't we have to give this a chance? But he had all these stats of, <laughs> of things that had gone wrong at Oregon State from like, like um, penalty stats. And, and he said, this is, this is an awful hire. I said, how can you say that? You've got to give this a chance. Tom Stevens. Here's Tom Stevens with John Gaston. On the day yep. of the hire. This is a man who's never, as a college football head coach, had resources, even remotely competitive so with the best teams in his Lipstick league. Lipstick on a pig. <laughs> this is not the hire that Nebraska needed right now. If I mean, you might as well go Scott Frost if you're going to go with a risky hire. And this is a risky hire. I know he's rebuilt you know, Oregon State at times. He's not sustained it. And he was in line for a big coaching job, which he didn't get at USC in 2009. He's been, he's been a hot name for a while, but he's 61 years old. I, I would rather have – Nebraska's a tough job. We can all agree on that. You need energy. You need a guy that is like this, maybe in personality – to unite the fan base, a nice guy. I'm all for that. Riley has energy. There's I'll a, guarantee there, you're, you're going to go yeah. hire Captain Kangaroo then, if you want a guy with good energy. And, and I'm sure he's watched a few football games. Wait a second. Okay, I, no, I, I think Tom, he's Tom, dead. Tom. I think he's dead. That was Tom Stevens back the, the day, the, the moment the hire happened. I, I remember he was just completely off. He should, off. Be, he should be very proud of of that call and, go, and going on the airwaves. With that much zeal. Oh, he was pissed. And he nailed it. He absolutely nailed it. He did. It's hard to do that. It is hard to do that. That's the day of the hire. The moment, like, seconds after it happened. Minutes after it was announced. Minutes. Minutes. I hated it. I'll never, I'll, I'll always remember... I mean, I, I remember I didn't I wasn't listening when he said it, but I remember the first time I heard it. I thought that's a that's a that's amazing spot take. On. Yeah, spot on. You know, everybody on the text line has has said Mike Riley. I I thought Callahan would get some votes here in terms of what late what made less sense. Callahan, I think people recognize that Callahan, Bill Callahan, is an excellent football coach, particularly offensive line, and and people recognize that. I rec I I have. Tremendous respect for Bill Callahan and what he did as a recruiter and an offensive coach and a, and a head coach. He dedicated himself to this job. He was all in, Jake. All in. He, he was, and he was brought here under very difficult circumstances, right? right? Yes, he, he was. And handled it. He handled it well, except the defensive component. He just. He was very loyal and too loyal to that to to Kevin Cosgrove and Kevin Cosgrove. It's hard for me to criticize those guys because they're they're really good football guys. They were they they Riley. I, I don't know that he was all in. I don't know that I'd say that. I I I I definitely know beyond a shadow of a doubt that Bill Callahan gave it holy hell to get this thing going, and it was really rough for him. When they lost that game to Oklahoma and Arrowhead, it was really a rough period. I think this is a, a reason they had it. They had it. They're in. They're yeah. in a situation where they could win the Big Twelve. He wanted that so badly, and it was right there for him. 
Couldn't get it done red zone, right? No. And then you then you remember that Mike Riley's second year, they started off seven and zero. Didn't end well. I'm not. I'm not. I'm just trying to in, a, in, a, in an argument that is going way against Mike Riley, which I, I expected him to lose this, but not to this degree. Really? Yeah, I thought that Callahan would get some because because Bill Callahan brought in something totally different. I mean, he the didn't bre- bring it in. He he, well, he that's his system. It was brought in by Steve Peterson. Sure. Yes, he brought it in. But what did you expect him to do? I mean, Nebraska do? had a very successful offense for a decade. That's not Bill Callahan's call. He was he was brought in by Steve Peterson. I think that's what people recognize. Now, Riley was brought in by Icors. The thing, the mesmerizing thing to me about the Icors Riley hire, I don't know that there was anybody else. I don't think Icors interviewed anybody that's, else. That, if that's the case, that sucks. That well, just, that what do you remember? Sucks for Nebraska. What do you remember? Icors. There's a bunch of rumors out there. Icors handled it himself, and and went out and got Mike Riley. I think he had a very limited pool because Sean Eichhorst didn't have a wide net. He couldn't cast a and, wide and he net. he wanted pretty much the opposite personality of Bo Pelini. He wanted somebody he could run. Mm-hmm. He got him. <laughs> and it did not go well. Yeah. He couldn't run Bo Pelini. I don't know if a few people could, but certainly not Sean Eichhorst. Fascinating question. Well, I, I, again, because they both – they're they are both very interesting hires, and they both didn't work out when all said and done. Callahan worked out more than Riley did. Much different situations because, because yeah. there wasn't a protracted search for Mike Riley. There was a protracted search, forty-one day search for Bill Callahan. He was not their first choice. You understand that? You totally understand. Uh, yeah, that. there was a lot before him. Yeah, there was Mike Zimmer. There was Houston Nutt. There was. The guy at Kansas City, the Chiefs uh, shot Saunders. Saunders. Hell, Saunders. Good job. They, there's no doubt in my mind that they interviewed Zimmer because I know he came to Memorial Stadium on a very, on a blizzard, the, a Sunday night when there was a blizzard. One of the guards over at Memorial Stadium called me and said, hey, they're touring Mike Zimmer through here right now if you want to come over. Um, there's no doubt that Peterson interviewed Al Saunders, no doubt, no doubt in my mind. Um, Houston Nutt, we know, was directly involved um, before they hired Callahan. We f- we think that Wanstat was, although Wanstat vehemently denies it. Thank God. Um, Dave Wanstat. Dave Wanstat. But it was a 41-day search. Not Now, it was not a protracted search for Mike Riley. Sean Eichhorst told the story of just flew out to, I think it was the San Bay area, Put a hat on, got on a on a plane at, in Link, in the Lincoln Airport, not just a normal commercial flight. Yeah. Pulled down his hat, wasn't recognized. Got out there and got him. Uh, but there wasn't. I don't think he consider if he considered anybody else, it wasn't too many people. So that makes it a lot different, right? To me, it makes it more egregious. This is the man you identified. At the time, I thought I was giving it the benefit of the doubt, though. I just thought, okay, maybe he knows something I don't know. You didn't. You didn't fall. for No, it. I did fall for it. I, everyone, the ones who supported Mike Riley in the hire, just just said it's the guy that went from Corvallis, which I guess is the, to them the desert out there of, of or, football. Just didn't get a lot of support. They said, "Oh, give the guy the, the keys from the minivan." Now the Porsche. The yes. is the Porsche right now. I mean, compared to Oregon State, it's a yeah. better place, but Be- better. But you're not exactly in a a great recruiting area. No, and, and he always said we're going to recruit from C to C. Remember that? 
Mike Riley's a really good oh, re- God, re- re- recruit from C to C. These conversations have gotten really old. Now you know. Now, now the thing that you hear is we're gonna we're gonna emphasize the 500 mile radius. I've been hearing that for 30 years. Okay, I get it. They're they're gonna emphasize the 500 mile radius. That's what you do. We keep writing it. We've written it for 30 years. Anyway, Tom, what he said about the job being tough is it's a really onerous job. And you deep you do need energy, and I hope Scott still has it. It's it's you know this is year five, and what I've seen with coaches is it zaps them. It zapped Frank, okay. It it zapped him to the point where he needed a year off, okay. It it aged Bo. It turned him into I mean it was it it put him through the ringer, okay. Frost, probably the same. Now, can he muster up the energy to get this to get the plane over the tree line? I hope we go. American made. American made reference. Can, can he can he muster the energy to do this? This job will tax you. Most jobs will. Some more than others. Nebraska is at the high end of that conversation. It is. It's a, these are tough jobs. Get gray hairs quickly at Nebraska. Look at Frost. Look at Frost. Look at his press conference when he when he showed up, and look at him at that press conference with that nice with that nice gray suit on, hair perfect. And now look at Frost. Now he's five years later, but still, it's aged. It's aged him. Yeah. Yeah. Ages the hell out of him. Uh, I I think if I had to give the percentage of. The question was, again, what Nebraska hire of the past made less sense? Hiring Bill Callahan when he was hired or hiring Mike Riley when he was hired? And, and it's about 93% Riley. Mike Riley. That's somewhat surprising. The the I thought it'd be a little I, closer. You I thought, thought he'd be closer. like 70%, like still heavily, and, and some Callahan, you know, anti-Callahan, but it's it's really mostly Mike Riley. I think people recognize that Bill's a good football dude. Now, you could say, well, Riley's in the USFL. <laughs> would, would it be different, you think, it, and maybe more skewing towards Callahan if, if we found out he was all along the first hire they wanted to make? Yeah, a little bit different, maybe. The fact that we yeah. know the surge was prolonged, he was not the first guy. No, not even close. That helps him not be as much of the, right. you know, the villain here. He was not identified out of the gate by Steve Peterson. That was Houston Nut, Jake. No, that was his guy. Houston that's, that's ridiculous, by the way. Where's Houston not coaching now? Nowhere. <laughs> exactly. That's also now 19 years ago. I know, but where did he coach at right after that? Did he go somewhere? I don't know. He, he went somewhere. Did he go to Ole Miss? Ole Miss, yeah. yeah. He went to Ole Miss, yep. How'd that go? Uh, not great. No. Come on. Well, I think we were all Come like, on. Houston, that's your guy? Come on. That's the guy you want? Come really? on. That's the dude? Come on. Come on. Houston, that the administration, was fun. The administration at Nebraska... More than the coaches that have been hired have bought have have, they're responsible for the program's demise more than anybody. It's the administration. It you go higher than Callahan, Riley, Pelini. You go higher than that. You got to go to the administration. Botched, just botched it. Is there anything else you no? Is there any way else you could say that? Botched by administration. It's happened too often now. I don't have to say the names. Everybody knows them. <laughs> they, they destroyed it. They destroyed it. Now we're still trying to find a way to put it together, right? 
That's what's going on, I, right? Yes. Here's a Callahan, a, a one that votes for Callahan in this one in terms of who, who made less sense. Uh, Callahan, this is from Claytonia John. Callahan destroyed all of our traditions and exiled past players. Steve Peterson destroyed the traditions and exiled past pe- players, not Bill Callahan. Bill Callahan came here to coach, all right? He was that, put in a, a horrible a situation. Thing. Yeah, he was put in a – Bill Callahan was put in a horrible situation by Steve Peterson. It was – he – I mean, Bill didn't do a terrible job. Not terrible. And again, we 29 and 22. We always say that if, if he just had not been stubborn with defensive coordinator, right. with Kevin Cosgrove, what could it have been? Well, And the, you say, too, I mean, and you're right. If he had success, he wouldn't be he here long bolded, to begin with. Yeah, I think he would have bowled. He was so an NFL guy. That goes back to the administration. You brought in a guy that you, you, you were desperate. You were desperate at that you point. You weren't going to build a long, a long you know, history of coaching with McKellen. Do, do people understand this situation? Have they forgotten? Bill was, was the fifth or sixth pick. Nebraska was desperate at that point. It was 41 days in. Okay, now you got a good one. You got lucky. They got a good coach, all right? But but that's on the administration for going that far, going that far down the list of candidates, and then getting a guy who's good, but you know, you know. I don't – do you really think Bill Callahan would have put down stakes here if he would have got good? No. Or he would have want, wanted to go back to the NFL. And he went back, and he's still in the NFL. He's an NFL he's guy. He's been a great assistant coach for all these years. This is an administration discussion. More than a coaching to. discussion. All right. Thank you for all the texts there. 464-5685. Parker Gabriel up next on Early Break on the Ticket. This is the smell of the leftover tuna fish sandwich you left in your lunchbox over the weekend in a wimpy trash bag. Wimpy, wimpy, wimpy. Blech. And this is the smell of that same sandwich in a hefty, ultra-strong trash bag. Hefty, hefty, hefty. Ah, smell the difference? Hefty Ultra Strong has Arm & Hammer with continuous odor control, so no matter what's inside your trash, hmm, you can stay one step ahead of Stinky. And for bigger jobs, try the superior strength of Hefty Large Black Bags. 